1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall Guy.
2: That's what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
2: Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read PG 13. I was listening to a lot of ska music this week because I was thinking about maybe covering.
3: Um, Say Ferris' version of "Come on, Eileen." Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and then it kind of got me down a ska rabbit hole. Got, I was talking about rancid on the group chat. Right, right. And at one point, my wife was like, "Why are you listening to so much ska? It's uh, it's not good." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, hit the theme, Jack. <laughs>
1: That run like a wild man. I watched you struggle, and I watched you wrestle with my angels. The uh, from Auburn University, both Jackson and Jackson. And it's illegal.
0: Jared,
3: Chuma and my guy Bryce Brown, shooting that day. Way downtown You are listening to the first ever live-to-tape recording of the Orange and True podcast recorded in front of a live audience of what appears to be about, what do you say here, Chief? A couple hundred? Um, uh, yeah, I'd say... At least a thousand. <laughs> a thousand? That baseball
4: crowds
2: are bigger than you think. Well, okay. This thing only holds maybe two. No. A thousand. I'm going to look that up. Okay. I'll
4: stay with everybody here and outside in the
3: parking deck. I'd say a thousand. We are you know, at right and around. Plainsman Park at Samford State. No. What is this place called? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sam. Samford Plainsman Park. Stadium, right? Park. Yeah. Park. It's Sam- okay. Yeah. Samford Stadium Plainsman Park at something else. on
2: Off Heisman Drive, right? Off Heisman
3: Drive. There's a, it's got a lot of names. Technically, we're in the stadium. Drew McCracken parking is deck. so mad at us for not knowing oh, yeah. the full exact name of. Just go he ask have- guys. So we are the correct. Plainsman Park, time 7.39 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True Podcast, brought to you cordially by Champs Actually, no, we're no longer sponsored. We, we are sponsorless as of last we week. We are free men. We're harbored by collegeandmagnolia.com. But I have to say, first of all, thanks to Champs Chicken for your long-term sponsorship. We really enjoyed it. I still do love Champs Chicken. They're the reason we sound as good as we do, and yeah, we've ruined yeah. that by going to a live event. It's true. <laughs> and, and if you want to continue to sponsor us or anybody who wants to sponsor us,
2: just send a message to any of us on the Twitters. The the official name here is Samford Stadium, Hitchcock Field, at Plainsman Park. That's the one I couldn't um, remember. Its capacity, I was way off. I cut it in half. So it's a 4,096. Wow. I'm telling you all, that's, that's about 1,000 people. A There's 150 dogs. Be. You're right. There's 150 dogs. Yeah, people. it is Bark in the Park, right? Or whatever we're calling I it. Barkley a in the Parkley? A in
3: Basketball. Good <laughs> basketball <laughs> reference. I am Son of Crow at Senate Crow2 on Twitter. You can find me at Senate Crow on Venmo. As so many of you have, and I really am thankful to all of you who have decided to send me your dollars um, just for my ridiculous song. Uh, to one side of me, amateur statistician, our engineer, your favorite host, Ryan Sterrett.
4: That was a great strikeout uh,
3: I didn't really have anything to say But <laughs> Big strikeout right here in the baseball game. Yeah. the other side of me Is giving you full Fort Payne ASMR And watching a little baseball More nasally than usual A big fan of Echo And the Man. Yeah AU hey, Chief Hey Hey there I think they're just making stuff up now Greetings Orange and Truthers We like to find obscure bands That Ryan's never heard of That were really big And huge influences on YouTube Um Yeah Do you know who that band is? YouTube It's an Irish band Uh you say YouTube? Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Oh, YouTube? Oh, yeah. 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 Irish band, so I mean, You probably have an album that they gave you on your phone. <laughs> the benevolent oh. Gods That Are You, two. He probably didn't have a phone yet at that point. Oh, gosh. I was in college. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Chief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how young is he? <laughs> Ryan is so young. How young <laughs> is he? All right, so I'm going to start coming up with those jokes. right? so young. <laughs> how young is he? <laughs> oh, man. Mm. All right. We're live from Plains and Parking Deck as we said. This is gonna be a little free-flowing episode as well, cause I'm distracted by the baseball, but all the sweet, sweet. Are you just gonna cracks sing cracks the whole the episode? No, I don't have to, because you can hear it. You can hear the baseball. I don't have to be the ambiance. Who we got on the mound out there? Uh, Number was eight. I'm not
4: sure who's pitching right now. Number
3: eight. is pitching for the Auburn Tigers.
4: It is not going great. We were up 3 to 1. It's not We've Dick Fitz, walked in a few, uh, few runs. We're going to talk baseball. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to
3: maybe Might even talk, talk football? Have some special guests. Maybe. We're going to have special guests, but first, Ryan wants to do trivia. I've I'm got a We probably oh, can't man. talk about what's going on in the game without getting in trouble. From this is a hypothetical is a,
2: game. Oh, also, okay. you probably don't want to know what's going
4: yeah, on right at the moment. <laughs> um, I've got three trivia questions. You can We can do all of them. We don't have to do all now of them. Let's do them. Just... See what uh, sounds good to you guys. I got one that I think I know. All right. One of them comes from James. From oh, James Jones. G- Jimmy J. Jonesy. So the first question. With Texas Tech and Auburn in the Final Four this weekend, there are two teams making their first appearance in the Final Four. When is the last time
3: that's happened? 2017. When was the last time two teams Just made Just ruin it? it, Chief. Come on. I don't know. I, that was my guess. That's, that's right. Oh. oh, that's right. Well, I was going to guess Florida's name first the teams? year. Yeah. Name the teams in 2017. Chief, name the teams. Oh, it was a uh, Loyola of Chicago with Sister Jean. Someone, yeah. someone. And wait, that was last year. Oh, yeah, this was was last 2019. Year. Guys, oh, come I'm on. Sorry, sorry. You're I, still
2: right with 2017. I know, I know the team. Okay, I don't know. I don't they, know. The they case. seem obvious. Yeah, it one it of them doesn't. like it. It's Gonzaga. Oh, oh gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. And <laughs> see, I figured the other that, one would be that easy. It wasn't Butler's year. No, oh. it was Gonzaga. Oh yeah. I thought you thought would have had this other team. Geez. I was looking because I was looking at this the other day. So when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, I know this." Here's the thing about that Butler
3: team. Everyone talks about. Remember when Butler was like, everyone was like, "Hey, I mean, Butler teams,
2: Cinderella, Stor- they made two final fours."
3: Cinderella had Gordon Haywood uh, Hayward <laughs> on their team. Like that's true. They had a first round. In the coach a, of the Boston a Celtics, current superstar in the NBA, on their team. They didn't just like luck in. They weren't some scrappy old underdogs. No, they were a Cinderella. in hey. Florida. Way to get out of here. Yeah, two thousand one. You aren't a Cinderella if you have a lottery pick
4: on your team. Anyways, who's the second team? Gonzaga and the
2: team that – Come on, Chief. I was looking at this the other day. Frank Martin. Oh, yeah, South Carolina. Carolina. That's right. South Carolina. Yeah, that's – the reason I don't want to remember that is I was like, oh, yeah, they made it there their first time and then didn't win. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, All right. I don't uh, think their team was I'm going to say this probably ten times Everybody's this favorite is yeah. He's Dr. McLaughlin Here he is. I'm probably going to say this ten times this episode But here's the first time I'm going to say it We could lose By 50
2: On Saturday mm-hmm. well, And I do not care That's not, not going to happen because there's no way Virginia can no, score that's true. 50 more points Yeah. <laughs> can they, They'd have to take points away from us
3: And I, and I won't care I, this is the most house money that oh, yeah. I have ever been playing with well, emotionally
4: in my here's life. Here's the thing: this is this is kind of an interesting take, and I don't think many people agree with me on this one. This is how I felt in 2013 with the football team. It's exactly by the I time thought. we got to the national championship, no, a lot care. of people we lost. were heartbroken. No, I didn't care at all. We lost. I couldn't be mad. No, no, I was. That was the greatest football season I had ever seen, and it was my freshman year. I got to see all of these games live.
3: Yeah, I, was, I, I couldn't be mad at it. I wasn't bummed. heartbroken at all. I was pretty. Bummed. So if
4: we get to the championship game and lose by less than ten, it's gonna
3: hurt. But yeah. like, had we it was lost, amazing. had we lost in twenty ten to Oregon, I would have been really bummed. Yeah, heartbroken.
2: I was, but twenty thirteen was so unexpected. I was just, I was pretty bummed because I was there and we had it won, and then it just slipped right through our fingers. That, But do you think of the twenty thirteen team any less or no. I mean Yeah. I I feel like we were the better team in that game. We just kinda let it slip through our fingers. It's fine. But to me that is almost having going to two thousand thirteen
3: BCS championship uh, is more believable, more probable, and more likely than Auburn basketball yeah making the final four after yeah. beating a Kentucky team a Kansas team and a North Carolina team that if that wasn't the best team in America that we played and beat I don't know what that that looks like. Because that yeah the North Carolina team statistically
2: was the best oh, they have been the best basketball team in America. I think, college they were. Basketball. I think they definitely were they they had almost just as much talent as Duke and I just think they were a more cohesive team than Duke was. I was on the Wishbone podcast, and those
3: guys talked about how the North Carolina game is basically the, prayer, the miracle in Jordan-Hare because <laughs> as amazing as that was, it was eclipsed immediately by the next yeah. game. It was yeah. the
4: greatest moment in Auburn's uh, history of that sport until, until it was two days, later, later, two days yeah. later.
3: But to me, like when I look back at this team, that's the game I'm going to go, holy cow, yeah. they beat that North Carolina Destroyed. team. Because in five or six years, when three of those guys on the North Carolina team are making NBA All Star rosters, right. you're going to go, Well, we, we beat you in the freaking Elite Eight. It blew them
2: out yeah. in the Elite Eight. In the Elite Eight. In the 2016. We had the best player on the floor. We
3: had the best player on the floor.
2: <laughs> That's what was wild about it. We, I mean, the best player on the floor. The other team had probably three first round draft
3: picks, or at least three draft picks, yeah. and we had the best team player on the floor. Yeah. For that night. No. Javon McCormick. Had,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Javon has he, had, he's he's had a great. magical march. He might be my sneaky pick in our oh um, my gosh. Auburn Basketball Decathlon. Oh, yeah? We talked about this before the show. If you had to pick one player on the men's basketball roster to try out for every single other men's varsity sport, which player would you take because he would make the most rosters on the other sports? It's walk-on. And Chief and Ryan both immediately said Classic Malik. That's Malik, been my platform for now me. months. Yeah, I want to see him play every sport. Classic Malik is, a, is the is the pick. But to me, what Javon McCormick is able to do in terms of just a sheer, that dude has so much bounce for a guy his height. Yeah. It would not shock me if, if he could do high jump. It
2: would shock me if he's fast over front sprints. To me, he's a sneaky athlete okay, on this He's team. pretty quick. He, he might I think I said this In our group chat I think he might Actually be faster Than Jared Harper, Which is incredible That it is incredible. incredible
3: So we've got uh, Some notes here Against You have here Ryan New Mexico State Do you mean and, See yeah, I type
4: over The same notes every week
3: Yeah okay No so, worries yeah. But against The North Carolina Tar Heels Coached by Roy Williams Against the University of North Carolina Tar Heels Michael Jordan's team yeah. Michael Jordan Vince Carter Vince Carter Atlanta Hawks Vince Carter yeah, great. We had a hot great. Tyler Hansborough. Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> Rasheed Wallace. I mean, the names of guys who've gone to that school and played basketball. Cameron Johnson, who's a really good player. Yeah. Plays for him right now. Yeah. Kobe. Not that Kobe. The other Kobe. The one who's there <laughs> a currently. Yeah. A guy named Kobe. Yeah, it's spelled differently. C-O-B. My way, high school
4: stat teacher. If it North wasn't, if it oh.
3: wasn't a, for Chumo Kiki, that dude was the best player on the court. Yeah. Kobe White was a stud. It yeah. uh, is a stud. So, Chuma, 20 and 11, and went three from five for three. And missed the last nine minutes of the game. Yeah, he only played about 25 minutes in this game. Jared Harper, nine points, 11 dimes. Do you realize this is, Auburn is 19 three pointers away from the all time NC2A record for three pointers made in the season?
2: Which means in two games. What if we make 19 against UVA? Well,. <laughs>
3: At our average... That's like every possession well, against UVA. With for our, one... With our <laughs> average, we yeah. would need two more games, which is possible. Yes. Could you imagine winning, winning the national championship and setting an NCAA record for three-pointers made in the season, Ryan? With, with, didn't Villanova do that like, With zero, year? literally last, last year? year. Zero <laughs> NBA yeah.
2: players in your in your starting five.
4: Yeah, Gosh. With one of your starting five being the 72nd best player in, tournament. in the tournament. In the Sweet
3: 16, I'm yeah.
2: sorry. Uh-huh. In the Sweet 16? Yeah.
3: Good. With
2: zero All-Americans. Hey, guess who was the MVP of the regional tournament, though? Who was it? Jared Hart. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know they announced that. Yeah. So,
3: Ryan, take me back. I'm going to ask the three people, because we have a special guest about to introduce. Mm -hmm. What was going through your brain? Eight minutes left in the game. Chumo Kiki.
4: I was terrified, because the lead wasn't. Huge at that point. It was, no. what, like a nine-point lead, maybe? Marcelo called it an 808 and heartbreak. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, that's a great headline. <laughs> I've actually right? really enjoyed his stuff the last couple of days. But, and that was one reason. I love, That's my favorite Kanye album, which is a huge, unpopular opinion. But it's mine. So
4: uh, with, with eight minutes left, a six-point lead is our special guest that you're about to hear. What are you telling me? 14? hmm 14 It got lower than that, I
2: swear. No. I Anyways. Didn't. It was
0: 14 when he got hurt.
2: Yeah, and we just kept it going. Anyways, I was still terrified. Because I have <laughs> seen a bigger lead than that be blown. I wasn't scared of the game. All I, all I thought about was Juma. Like, all I could think about was, like,
4: how. how well, yeah, was, like, I mean, that. a lot of times you'll see somebody go down with an injury like that, and it's like, oh, shoot, they're hurt. They can't play anymore. This was like watching Anthony get hurt last year. Well, yeah, I he was I've
2: screaming. S- you, you knew it was not good. I've seen Ooh. a guy go down with an ACL tear before. That's what it looked like. He he planted, and it but just gave. He was just like, "Oh, there it went," and went down. That was about as painful as you can get, though.
4: Yeah, I mean, and and in the moment, like you knew, Auburn should be cruising. This should be the happiest moment of this team's life. Like as an Auburn basketball fan, this should be the best moment you've ever seen.
2: And and, and it it took so much away from that. And he was just destroying. North right. They had nothing for him because it seemed like maybe they had listened to a podcast. Uh, that uh, had friends come of, out our, our friends friends. nation's Tar Heel blog and it, who, who seemed to not even okay, know I
4: think his name was they okay, didn't, know his yeah. name. They didn't, they they didn't even know he Fred. existed
2: <laughs> and dude went off for 20 and 11
3: oh, Will man. McLaughlin Dr. McLaughlin here from the McLaughlin Doc. firm what do you what was going through your head when Chuma went down with an apparent the
0: injury well kind of what Ryan was saying I mean I was kind of terrified mostly for chuma because in that moment you know you're more you're more about chuma than anything else and I remember the first possession after they took chuma off the court Carolina came down because they had called travel on chuma mm-hmm. initially and Carolina missed a shot and we were kind of slow to go after the rebound and Carolina ended up getting a three and it cut the deficit to 11 and I'm thinking not like this, guys. I mean. Maybe that's why I was scared. That was, that was, <laughs> th- in that moment, was just kind of, uh, it was kind of tough to think. But, you know, Auburn. A little rough play uh, uh, at the second. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, so, it was just like, okay, in that moment, who's going to step up and, and take charge? And. Angel Pirafoy, yeah, but he's been waiting all year for two years, really, for that for, game, for an opportunity like that. And boy, did he ever step he started up! The draining threes. I'm yep. usually the most six. positive guy in the
3: room. I always go for the hopeful option and, and want the best. So, to be honest with you guys, when he went down, my first thought was 2008 Eastern Conference. Paul Pierce. I think it was the finals. Paul Pierce goes down with a knee injury. They actually wheelchair Paul Pierce off. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Celtics, and so I hated this, I thought it was so phony baloney and typical Celtics nonsense. They wheelchair Paul Pierce off. I loved this by the way. He comes back like three minutes later to hit a bunch of threes at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? He's fine. Like you know, like, I don't even know what the problem was with his leg. But they wheelchaired him off of the court. And so all I'm thinking is, I really hope that this is Chuma's Paul Pierce moment, <laughs> that he has just hyperextended his knee. He's overreacting because it hurt a pop and it hurts really bad right now. But he walked off the court. So I'm like, okay, he walked off. He's fine. They're gonna go to the locker room. They're gonna put some ice on it. He's gonna say, okay, I can play. He's gonna be really sore for a week, but it'll be fine. And when and then even our podcast we recorded the other day, we we're talking about how yeah, we thought he was gonna be maybe be able to play against the Kentucky because probably the, play against uh, there was the the
4: final an early rumor
3: out that it was a bone bruise. Yeah. And that was the rumor. I was like, oh, great, bone bruise. He can and it play? wasn't just a rumor, like, it was ESPN saying, oh, it's a bone bruise. Yeah, yeah. ESPNU, yeah. I think, is who reported yeah. bone bruise. And then that was like, I was like, oh my gosh, bone bruise? That means. And then I was like, yeah, he's going to go get some MRIs. Yeah. It's a bone bruise. And the MRIs mm-hmm. did not come back good. No, it, came re- it was a complete tear of his ACL. He had surgery today, Tuesday. And uh, hopefully is fine. Like, hopefully he recovers fine. went well, supposedly. Yeah. It went well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel
4: bad for works like as we've talked about. He's
3: not going to get to try out for NBA yeah. teams this year. Well, there's there are people who think that there is a there is a time frame of recovery that he could make it back in time to do some light workouts for I, NBA teams.
4: I, I don't see how that's been. Maybe like showing
3: you can lift weights. That's here's what it. I do. If I'm too, you, you can't jump. If I'm too Kiki and I get called You're not talking NBA to NBA work workout. First, of first, I'm not talking to you guys. Yeah. I'm in a hospital in Florida. Um, I I I wheelchair myself in, or I walk in as best I can, into that NBA gym with a little miniature pocket projector, and I project onto the wall the first 30 minutes of this North Carolina game. And I go, here, that's what I can do. Do you want me or do you not want me? Because that's me. And I'll be
2: just like that in a couple of months. So, to that, I actually think his performance in March may have play a factor in him actually coming back. Because I think before he was going to leave, mainly because he was never going to play himself until like a top 10, top 5 pick. Yeah. But the way he played this March it makes, lottery makes me think he can't play him. Now,
3: the, only against North Carolina in the only issue is he got a year older. If he comes True. back, he gets a year older. There are not a lot of guys drafted in the lottery over the age of 21. Over the age of 20 for that matter. So He'll be 21 next year. He'll be 21. And there's, I mean, I, I have him like, in front of me, but I'm pretty sure there weren't any 21-year-olds drafted in the first 15 picks last year. Um, I mean, look, look who's look—who's tearing the league up right now. It's a bunch of 19, 20, and 21. Like, like Luca and Trey Young, they're all one and doneers or nev- never went to college at all. The NBA puts a huge priority on youth. Look at, I always bring this up, Jalen Brunson won a national championship at Villanova and was the best player in that game, was tournament MVP, and was the Naismith Award winner last year. And the Mavericks got him at the bottom of the second round. That's a—that That is crazy. He was the best player in college basketball.
4: Period. So let me ask you a question, not knowing college basketball as well as you know, football. Why is that different than somebody like Tebow? Now, I guess he's is still a first-round pick, but like he knew he wasn't an NFL prospect. Won a Heisman, won national championship. He was the best college player.
3: That's true. But, but is there still a gap in basketball like there is in football? There's a huge gap in length and speed. The NBA game, because the lane is wider, because the three-point line's a little bigger, is even more spread out. Uh, than the college game because you can't play zone defense with a guy in the lane the entire time you gotta be able to move you gotta be able to run so that's the main they value youth and athleticism and they're like we'll figure out how to teach you how to play basketball which is to, to their detriment in some ways like Steph Curry for instance if he was four inches taller would have been the number one overall pick but instead he was passed by a ton of teams because he wasn't very tall and now look at it like it does it they value num they value metrics and measurables and age more than they do sometimes it's very Deshaun Watson-esque whereas every college football fan would have told you that dude should be a number the top 10 pick but NFL scouts were like oh maybe not oh, Deshaun Watson might not be t-. but now they're coming around realizing they were wrong
0: I think you bring up a good point with regards to Steph Curry just if thinking about it with Jared Harper if Jared Harper was, you know... If Jared was 6'5", he's not at Auburn anymore. He exactly. Last. Yeah. He was never yeah, at true. Auburn if he's 6'5". Well, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's probably still not, you know, and we don't know what he's going to end up doing, obviously. But, you know, if he's six 6'4", I'd, I'm pretty sure he would have been gone in the NBA last year. Yeah. So, I mean, that just... Absolutely. I think there
2: will be some people um, a lot smarter than all of us that will be advising on what to do as well. So, um, I, I'm sure he'll go through... Uh, whatever evaluations they can let him do, while he's still hurt, um, and and I think I mean those are run by the NBA, so the NBA will tell him where they think he will go. So I I, I think his choice will be helped along by people that are smarter than us, have more information than we do, like yeah. what his timetable is, all that stuff. So. I mean,
3: but like I've seen him, some sites have him still in the first, some sites have him falling. One's that I saw had him falling all the way to the forty-fourth overall pick, um, but that's still a mid-second round pick. It's Hawks range, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is Hawks second round range. I
0: think a good bit of this draft is Hawks range. There, to be <laughs> fair, <laughs> they had him.
3: They had him actually going, I believe, to the sack sad Kings. Oh, um, oh no! Uh, but what's just like was, all of our players always going to the Browns. We're gonna get some yeah, terrible media. All the Duke and players in the Kings. The Kings are really good. Like the Kings are gonna make the playoffs probably if they don't make it this year. They're going to make the playoffs next year. They're going to be a really good team team. coming up. Um, You not making the playoffs? The Hawks. LeBron. No, LeBron. (laughs) Well, The thing thing that's going to happen to Chuma is it's going to maybe be a team that is tanking because they'll draft a guy that they think is going to be good but isn't going to play next year because he's going to sit the whole year out. Like a Joel Embiid situation Mm. where you draft a guy and you go, look, I know he's not going to play. you
4: go to the NBA for a non-guaranteed contract? Well, you do get paid. Peer, I mean, you, yes, you get paid. Yeah. How much, I mean, it's a huge difference. It's yeah. not like being a second-round NFL pick. No, it, the first and second round in the NBA is a huge, huge
2: difference. difference.
4: Top, you're the thirtieth pick, yeah. pick in the NBA draft. That's, that's a lot better than the thirty-second
2: pick. Very true. By the yeah. way, if you're the fifteenth
3: pick. It's way better than the seventeenth. All drafts should work like the difference. baseball
2: draft, where they just Let draft go guys back. and yeah. they can just go back if they don't. The other thing like
3: that's, that could happen to Chuma. Um, He has to think about training staffs because there's some NBA teams that notoriously have really lousy training staffs. I don't want to throw New Orleans under the bus, but New Orleans, (laughs) like the Pelicans are notorious around the league. It's having like the worst training staff in the league. The Wolves? The Bulls. The Bulls are not good. The Bulls are a bad organization. So if you find out you're in Pelicans or Bulls range, maybe Chuma's like, I don't want any part of that. I come back. Or maybe he thinks, you know what? The Spurs have a really good training staff. It's actually really funny, in the NBA, you look at the teams whose training staffs are really good and thought of as really good, it's usually teams who are really good, except for the Suns. They have, like, the best, they're thought of as, like, the best training staff in the league, and they're horrible. Um, but with that said, like, you're looking at a pro training staff, you're looking at every day, all day treatment, no class, no class, and you don't have to go to class. Yeah. So, I don't know. What about class, though? Yeah,
2: none. You know, and, <laughs> and you get paid. Actually, you'd <laughs> just be watching film all day. Yeah, and you're going to get paid NBA might money. Yeah, like, it might like, be more class. Yeah, it might be more class, to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe. You're getting paid NBA
3: money. But you're getting um, paid for it. That's true. The <laughs> league, league, I think league minimum, he's going to make like 750 his first year. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of well, money. Well, no, if you have a two-way contract and you're not on an active roster, though, you're not making league minimum. Yeah, but if he gets drafted in the
4: early first, he's not yeah, getting two-way. I, I think that's the case. If, he's he's gets, if he gets a first-round though.
3: Selection Or mid-first. Yeah. Yeah. So, that said, you want to guys we to talk about the uh, Kentucky game? The Kentucky game? Yeah. yeah. Do You guys talk about the time that Auburn <laughs> defeated the University of Kentucky in basketball to you go know, to the final four?
4: I know I said we were going to sweep them, but this is so much better than sweeping, right? This is... Uh, uh, mine is this might as well have swept
3: them. The other two didn't matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Guys... I did not have a good feeling going into this game. I did. This was the only game in this tournament that I was like, I don't think we're going to win this game at all. They, I woke up pretty confident. Really? A uh, rough start to the game, too. <laughs> I woke up not <laughs> confident that I woke up kind of like I do, like I feel now I'm like, I feel like I'm playing without house money. I really don't. Yeah. If we lose <laughs> to the Elite Eight, like,
0: whatever. Yeah. I, I woke up feeling okay. We're, we're sitting in the Elite Eight. Chimo Kiki has torn ACL. What does Auburn have to lose? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, I was more nervous than I was for the Kansas or Carolina game. I felt really good about those matchups. But the Kentucky matchup was just something I was really not looking forward to that game. But the
2: I really felt you know, like the the playing them a third time really played in our favor. It's really hard to beat a team. One of my favorite times. things that happened after this game was how like,
3: I'm a John Calipari fan. There's not a lot of those in the world, but I'm one of them. Good old ESPN never misses a story. (laughs) I like John Calipari. The thing about him, though, he said something after the game that I thought was just the most ridiculous quote when he said that uh, he he was mad because he only had, like, how tough it is to prepare when you only have 36 hours to prepare for Auburn. Number one, Auburn had the same 36 hours yeah. Kentucky, and you've already done it. Twice. Number two, this is the third time. This is not like you are playing Virginia for the first time and it's some weird team whose defense is different right. than everybody else is. He's or you're playing, playing like a Bruce
4: Pearl team, what 20 times? In yeah, year?
3: and like yeah. we're a conference opponent. We play like twice a year every year. I they used to like. be in the same division, so
2: they yeah. definitely played twice a year when he was at Tennessee. And
0: you had your America. you had your full complement of players. Kentucky did. You know, yeah. Reed Travis was hurt for the second game; he didn't play. You know, PJ Washington missed the first two games of the NCAA tournament. He was back, guys. PJ Washington is really key. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we had nothing for him. No, you know, was, know who we did? Miles Johnson defense.
2: Who's Who's that? That? Tyler Harrow. Yes. We, did. we got. all We had over Tyler Harrow. a man named Samir Dowdy because Tyler Harrow killed us in
3: the oh, second yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: First game too. He
0: had twenty yeah, in the first yeah. game.
2: That's right. Yep. He
3: killed us. He didn't do anything in this game. He, he hit, hit two threes? Samir Dowdy, whose name I mispronounce in the song, and every time I you hear just, it.
2: you got to pay penance every time. No, Dowdy. Every
3: time I, I say it, I have to really make you should sure I pronounce do. it correctly. Should never I should never Dowdy. But
2: Samir had probably his best defensive game with an Auburn Tiger. <laughs> Dude, he was he was all over Tyler Harrow. He was not doing anything.
4: I thought Bryce Brown could only shoot threes. Like yeah, That's all he
3: was valuable for. Right? dropping some
2: down.
4: That's what the uh, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Brain trust told me. Just drop it. What Bryce Bound did was a very, like, I put it on Twitter that Bryce Brown's gone mom the mentality because he really, like, he played a very Kobe like, Bryant game. Yeah, yeah he like, did. He's what like, are you going to give me? Are you giving me a 15-foot jump shot? Guess what? I'm going to make every one I take. And it's not going to touch the rim. It's no. not going to touch the glass. It's just going to go right and I, through that net. If you're going to give, if you're gonna get right up in me, I'm going to get my three dribbles. And guess what I do five billion times in practice since I was nine years old? I take two dribbles to the middle of the lane, and I jump up. We got a fire truck, guys, in the broadcast. <laughs> he probably used to do this and say Kobe when yeah. he did it. <laughs> Auburn's bravest, making a guest yeah. appearance on the pod. Um, yeah, so... He, he, like you've said like that's a pra- that is a go to the gym by yourself practice shot that he
2: probably was taking nine times oh yeah coming right down down right here maybe I should uh, take a break <laughs> <laughs> good night
3: Jared And my guy, Bryce Brown, shooting that thing from way downtown. And we're back. The fire truck has passed by us. You, you can mean, still hear it. But yeah. I yeah. <laughs> got really loud really quick. Jack's going to probably help us out with a little not, editing. Not, not a hope. chance. <laughs> not a
2: chance. Yeah, he's dealing with uh, a little one. So.
3: That's right. That's
1: basically, things. what every
4: night sounds like for Jack. <laughs> fire <laughs> trucks? Just <fun>. loud noises. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> what?
0: It's The bitty of live, uh, live podcast, you know?
2: Yeah, so. I, I going you want back to talk your, a little X's and O's. Yeah, well, going back to your John Calipari thing, before the game, I said, we're going to see how John Calipari's fake adversity BS that he always does <laughs> stacks up against our real adversity. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we came out. I don't know. I think he's got
4: it. some adversity. ESPN was talking about him being fired.
2: No. Oh, so and hilarious. he gets a lifetime contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he gets a lifetime contract. <laughs>
3: Five hours later. I think I think, really does he have Jimmy Sexton? Because that sounded very yeah, bad. <laughs> <a test laughs> move right there. <laughs> so I think. Uh, well, people. The reason I like Kalipari, very similar to Pearl, in that for some reason I don't know, I don't know what it is about these two guys. Whether it's the way that their teams look, or the way they look, or the way they talk, people seem to think that oh, they can they recruit really well, and uh, and they they don't
2: have uh, good X's and O's. They're decent promoters. Like, I think Bruce is a better promoter.
3: No, maybe, but um, both of them can flat out X and O. With anybody, there's not anybody in college basketball, if I had to go, all right, I need an out-of-bounds play to win a game. Those two are high on my list of guys that I choose to draw up a play real quick.
2: Well, uh, and the thing that people, I guess, just don't give Calipari credit for is his ability to take these raw talent guys and make something out of them. Guys who have been told since they were
3: six, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then he goes to Kentucky, and instead of them, it's similar to what Saban has Alabama in a lot of ways. Instead of of telling them, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, he goes, this is how we do things in Kentucky. You're going to either do it like this, or you're not going to play minutes. I don't care what you were. I don't care how many All-American games you went to. You're going to play this system, or you're not going to play.
4: It's almost like he intentionally loses those non-con games at the beginning of the season. You know what?
2: (laughs) Look, I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually the case. I think a lot of that is is just the struggling to make to get this going like every every time they take a while to get it going and then they're always really good by the he time a malzahnian start to the season almost every year but you, that's excusable in basketball right like you can get away with
0: it you can really only go up after you get up 118 points in your first game which is what they did against duke i mean they <laughs> oh lost by 34 but you know that's kind of the classic kentucky team they may start slow but they get better as the year year goes on Guys, we
3: can we talk about one aspect of the game that was not really there for us against Carolina, but was really there for us against Kentucky, and not for the Cats? And that is, we could shoot free throws. Oh, dude. And Kentucky couldn't. Yeah. We, we, well, here, we the found them a billion helps. times, yeah. and, they and they could not make free throws. It
4: helps when you have Jared Harper to line out Austin Wiley. It, just it. put that out. There. <laughs> well, Bryce, what,
2: Bryce Brown was 11 for 11? Yeah. Jared was. Jared, Jared, was. Was. Jared was 11 for 11. Bryce hits. There was, a, well, there was one point in this game, right, where he had only scored, like, two Going free throws half and, in this like, game, a I, three.
4: I think <laughs> between Jared and Bryce, they had 10 points. They scored uh, 40 that, in the second half. That game. sounds high, to be honest I with you. I think Bryce had seven. Okay. <laughs> wow. I know Jared hit a bucket late in the first half. Yeah, the four-point play, yeah. that,
0: which really got the game started because Auburn yeah. was down 10. Around the four-minute mark, Jared hit a three, got fouled, made right. the three-throw, and Auburn kind of made the run toward the end of the first half to cut the deficit to two mm-hmm. right before half. And of course, Kentucky hit a three right before the halftime to make it a five-point halftime deficit. But at that point, as bad as Auburn had played or, or struggled to shoot the ball down five points, I'm like, hey, we're in a good spot.
2: No, I've, I felt really good at halftime um, because Jared and Bryce had not done a whole lot the first half yep. on offense. Um did the North Carolina game sort of play out like that? Very too? similar. Um, we
4: were, yeah. We went on a mini run into the half. We have led at halftime, but by it, was, a bucket.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. it was a chart. Somebody put on Twitter today that had the in-game efficiency ratings by by quarter, quote unquote, minutes mm-hmm. of uh, of each team in the Final Four, and Auburn's is the worst among Final Four teams. Uh, six four three. Uh, Auburn's is the worst among Final Four, four six, teams. Three. 6 4 3. There was a pitch there in the middle. Hey, it was
0: 4 6 3. No, no, second base,
3: second base four, then shortstop. I was going to say, I'm not crazy. Uh, so, <laughs> Auburn had the it's worst efficiency you know. in, uh, in the first quarter, quote unquote, of any team in the final four. Then, the second quarter, quote unquote, quarter, because college basketball plays halves, um, Auburn's was like, is like middle of the pack. The third section of the game, Auburn's is at the top of the t- no one is within sniffing distance left the final four I believe it in that third area and then the fourth back to middle mm-hmm. of the pack so it's, I literally it feels like games are going slow start pick up the pace kill them ah. and then kind of ease off the gas because this is exactly what's happening actually in terms of Auburn's offensive efficiency it's one of those times where
2: the old eye test meets up with your uh, with with the, stats with there. the advanced stats yeah.
3: yeah so I think Auburn's efficiency Auburn is what did Josh Dubs say to like Auburn is, was like the second most efficient team North Carolina had played all year. Yeah. And is in the top 10 most efficient teams that everybody we've played in this tournament has seen all season. And we just are playing our most efficient and, and best basketball by
2: any metric right so now. So fun to watch. This Auburn team that's
3: playing right now beats the Auburn team that played Maui by 15. And oh, it's, dude. And it Kills it's, them yeah. easily.
2: Yeah. We turned that team over 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, so, that's why we're so we're so
3: relentless. That's why we're so funny. Tell me Dr. McLaughlin what I need to know about how Auburn matches up with the
2: Wahoos. What? Time that
1: I don't know why that's the call Cavaliers. Them. I know. Wahoo is <laughs> Wahoos,
0: Wahoos, their battle cry in the same way that more eagle is ours. Get out of here, Wahoos. I guess. Well, I actually don't know that answer. Well, I mean, I I'll be honest, I've been trying to get my final four plans finalized and together. So but what I have seen about Virginia, they are number one in the country in score defense. I think they only give up about 55 points a game. Wow! This is this is a game that we've talked about amongst our you know in our college of Mag group me, an Auburn Virginia game, with contrasting styles. The Virginia slow slow it down offense versus Auburn's you know fun up tempo and chaotic and I'm really fascinated to see how it goes. Kyle Guy is the leading scorer for them. <sighs> um, I believe he's about a 42% three-point shooter as well. That's the thing is they're they're slow, but they're really good shooters. They're like a 40. They get their shot. 41% from three as a team, I believe. That's similar to Mexico State, right? They are Bryce Brown from three as a team.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they are. Actually, that's not a terrible comparison, I would say.
4: Mexico State. Mexico State
2: was... Like good but players. Way better with defense. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Same
4: style. With five stars. Yeah.
3: Yeah. With ACC caliber players, yeah. not whatever. It, it
4: seems like the, the two styles, it's like watching the 2010 Iron Bowl. Like it's it's a slow, plodding, strong Nick Saban team and a high tempo, just blow the doors off everybody all the time.
3: Oh, 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 We're Ran right into that brick wall. That's foul ball. Um, what you've got in this game, though, is what like I really, really hate uh Virginia basketball. Break.
0: Jared. Chuma
3: O'Kiki. And my guy Bryce Brown. Shooting that thing from way downtown. All right, All right Orange and True Podcast. Brought to you by that blue, blue Tacoma. Um... <laughs> Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. That's no, what you listen to as I was talking about baseball games that are happening. We, uh, like I was saying, one thing about this Virginia matchup is one of those things that you just don't get in the NBA. Are two teams whose styles of play are that's why pro sports are dumb so crazily different. Whereas in college basketball, you can have two teams playing in the same sport and doing it in completely different ways. It's not as much of a copycat league only because there are too so many teams. There's 300 and something teams. In college basketball, so you can you can have the diversity of, of philosophy that you just don't like. Virginia's style of play just won't work in the pros, and so no one runs it, or they they don't think it'll work in the pros, so no one runs it. Um, whereas Auburn just is high formation. Yeah, so where Auburn is this new is the new thinking of basketball. Auburn epitomizes the Silicon Valley generation, <laughs> of bas- really like not the show Silicon Valley. Shout out to those guys, but my, my judge, my my judge. Dallas is owned, Mike Judge, um, but Auburn epitomizes this new thinking—the the advanced stats, the threes are more than two—type of basketball that I really, really like. And, and Virginia oh. just doesn't. That's a big strikeout in the fifth. Strikeout Oof. looking. Two men on. Yeah. So, you guys want to talk a little bit about baseball,
1: or
2: do you want to go some more uh, basketball? Oh, I'm still, I'm still in the basketball, apparently. All right. So, sorry, Drew.
3: Virginia runs also has slow games, slow games that are close games.
2: Yeah, Virginia's games are usually low scoring and extremely close. Yeah. Now I will say they beat North Carolina earlier this year. They did. Yeah. Sixty nine to sixty one. Two yep. of their,
3: They only have. I mean, three losses. Will and they only have two of them are to Duke.
0: Yeah, two were to Duke, and the other one was to Florida State in the ACC tournament. And actually, what's impressive about the Virginia, whatever, Carolina, that was about 48 hours after they lost at home to Duke. Yeah. So the fact that they went to Chapel Hill and won that game. and. Uh, Carolina had like like held, holding Carolina sixty one points is quite impressive. That's crazy. And they, scoring sixty nine on them. Yeah. This Virginia team scoring sixty nine points is pretty crazy. To yeah. Too. I think there was a statistic that if Carolina did scored at least seventy four points, they were, like twenty nine and one this year. So, and of course Carolina scored eighty. Yeah. On Friday, and that, so that was the only second time they yeah. lost the game this year where they would scored more than seventy four. Yeah. This um. Uh, this,
2: I don't know, this, this matchup scares me. Like, it scares me more than the Kentucky one did, because I don't, mainly because the two times that we played a team that really loved to slow it down was Ole Miss, and they beat us twice. I mean, and they're Ole not nearly as good as this team, Virginia City. But they play this that slow, plodding, and, and I think they came into the game, I don't even know how Ole Miss plays usually.
0: Ole Miss. I don't think as far as Ole Miss goes like I think especially that second game in Auburn they really made it a point to slow the game down take as much time off the shot clock and if you remember that game there there was a lot of Ole Miss made a lot of threes at the end of shot clocks especially Devontae Shuler he made I can remember four off the top of my head but that was literally their strategy and Kermit Davis has really done a good job of uh, not only coaching Ole Miss but he's done a good job when he's faced Bruce Pearl in the past so Kermit Davis has Bruce Pearl's number? He's one
2: of the yeah. coaches that does. So, so I'm, I'm hoping that is it is that that, mm-hmm. that Kermit Davis has coached against Bruce enough and and has his number. Um, I don't think uh, Bruce has coached Oops. against Virginia's coach, but he is familiar with him. He apparently knows the guy's dad who used to coach. He studied his dad. He studied his dad's defense when his dad was at Wisconsin. That's right. And uh, he said even before his dad was at Wisconsin wow. too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's friends with his sister as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow, a lot of connections, yeah. Bruce. So uh, I, I think Bruce knows everyone oh. in the coaching community. Mm-hmm. I yeah. That's that's what I say. <laughs> but um you know, I mean a good coach is gonna have his team prepared anyway. So mm-hmm. um, they're gonna watch film on us, we're gonna watch film on them and just see where we go.
3: Yeah. All right. You guys moving right along to what was it like at Tumors Corner? Who rolled Tumors after I think uh did all of us? We, yep. we were Iron all after the first, after, after North Carolina. Carolina.
4: I was not yeah. there
3: after the next game. Uh, we were all that
4: work. was, each of those was like a big-time football victory, which I've you've never yeah. seen for anything yeah, besides was,
3: football. Right.
4: And we got it twice in the same weekend. By the yeah. end of the Kentucky game, this was a, got it. yeah. this was an Iron Bowl-level
2: rolling. Oh, dude.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: It was, it was comical after the Kentucky game because everything was already rolled. They right, began, so. like, leaving things up, which is hilarious. Like, yeah. well, they didn't have time to get it down. Well, like, they left it up now. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, they've yeah. they, some of it. They're like,
3: they, we're, they, like, we're they, just going
2: to leave some trees rolled. Well, they, unfortunately, too, the, the two new trees got rolled. They involved. all got rolled. Yeah, they all. They, yeah, and they se- have been.
4: I've said this before. Like, none of them, they're not the original trees. So rolling them to me, I mean... <laughs> All right. Whatever, they're gonna die. They're gonna replant them. Yeah, They'd,
3: most likely.
4: They, they they don't hold a special
3: place in my heart. Uh, it sounds bad. I I'm almost. This is probably an unpopular opinion. I'm almost uh, team metal trees at this point. That's,
4: I'm actually in the same boat.
2: I'm not. Like, give me the metal trees that we can't kill. They're gonna they're gonna kill enough to where some of the clones are gonna be big enough to plant out there, I and mean, then we just better leave those alone.
3: <laughs> but whatever trees live, we plant a bunch in this herbicide. Which everyone's live or super trees.
2: I don't think it's the herbicide them killing them now it's, it's the it's the getting rolled and it just the well I was told it's still there like the the, the soil is still pretty rotty well you
4: know arsonists helped too
2: well, well that yeah yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Random, another special German, guest my wife Caroline random German arsonist <laughs> who was in town <laughs> Yeah, Caroline was there at the uh, at the uh, rolling.
4: Yeah, I like seeing snow in Auburn every now and then. Yeah, it's really nice. Especially
2: in March.
0: Yeah. Which Let's is it when it, in it in seems
4: April. to happen most
0: of the time. We should it's do true. it in March every time. I right. went. I went. I went for all four of the the, the tournament wins, and you know, Thursday you know, it was a decent amount. The Can- uh, the Kansas game there was a, a nice crowd. Of course, being a Saturday night I had a lot to do with it. The Kentucky game was awesome, but. Uh, rather sorry the North Carolina game but then the Kentucky game I was actually downtown for the Kentucky game so just being there right after the game ended and seeing all the people just pour out of where they were watching it whether it be sky bar or just wherever it was an incredible sight
4: yeah it was kind of funny it was you could see everybody that there's videos of this from seconds after the buzzer yeah by. everybody's pouring out of all the restaurants and the bars downtown it's not like a football game where everybody's coming from the stadium. Everybody's already there. Yeah, everybody's already right yeah.
3: downtown. It's an ama- it's an amazing thing. It's very it's like a com- it's a it's a community uh, festival type atmosphere of like like a New Year's Eve or a you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. it's like it's a happening that you wanna be a part of at Tuper's Quarter when it's not when it's an away game. I um I t- actually I actually son son rather first first roll rolling. tumors on away game weekends and home. Almost. Oh, it's, it's, almost fun. Like, it's a lot more fun it's when you haven't spent uh, four hours in the sun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: uh, I uh, I took my son to his first rolling of tumors. Which I took Fran to her ride. first
3: uh post tumors.
2: Yeah. Big post tumors the other day. I did, yeah. I uh, yeah, I saw a picture. Yeah, oh, he posted a picture that uh, yeah. Alex got his first roll in, so that was pretty cool. I rolled um, Alex. Yeah, that's Around right. Timbo. So great.
3: <laughs> After the Kentucky game?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. We drove down there. And, Do
3: you see, prefer the nighttime rolling or the daytime rolling that we had this week? I'm down for whatever. Any rolling? A win is a win. A win's a win. All Regardless right. This is always the next
4: day when you can go downtown and you know, go get breakfast or something like that and you just see the trees. You
3: just look I ruined a pair of blue vans. Yesterday, walking through just mud puddles of, oh, of, of toilet paper, toilet paper mud. Oh no! It was really gross. Cause like I got spit wads all over my shoes. That's yeah, terrible. Super gross. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, you guys want to talk a little baseball? Yeah, I guess we can. Okay. So baseball went. Well, they they took a
4: series from South Carolina. That's right. Yeah, took mm-hmm. two out of three. Yeah. Lost a Saturday game. The pitching staffs kind of struggling lately, but they they pitched well enough in uh, Columbia.
3: I mean well, you win up there, that's a big deal.
2: Well the uh the series the weekend previous we only had one real starter. Right. Uh, yeah. because Jack Owen had
0: uh, been hurt.
2: I I don't even know. Did he, he pitch this? He didn't pitch this week? weekend yeah, either, so, so it was fact, pretty big that we won that
0: series. Yeah, this is not this is not a this is not a great South Carolina team. I think they've had a bunch of injuries and stuff, and it's and kind of just, just got to hang on right now
4: while it's our pitching south gets healthy.
3: Yeah. I don't know a ton about college baseball, <laughs> but I do know that you win games in Mississippi State you win games at South Carolina and you win games at Vanderbilt and you win games um, at Florida and that usually means you're pretty good baseball team. yeah um, and Auburn's done two of those things already they've beaten Mississippi State at Mississippi State once and they've beaten South Carolina two out of three at their, at their barn so it's a basketball or basketball expressions I, it's
0: fine i mean as good as as good as the sec is in baseball the whole mantra, the whole mantra yeah. is as we have an infield hit for auburn here in the sixth Grimless. inning um you know if you go on the road don't get swept and you know if you're at home you try to take two or three yep. you know obviously and and as, as good as this league is with i believe there's 10 teams ranked in the top 25 i mean one win, one road win this weekend would have been great, but getting two or three was even Pretty better.
2: Huge. That's that's really huge. So yeah, I'm I'm excited still. Yeah. So, um, there's been times where I have, by this point in the season, the excitement has worn game. off, and we're still clicking right along. So.
4: Yeah, we, Chief, and I have been joking on the pod for weeks now that oh, we're going to talk a bunch of Braves baseball. Once uh, baseball uh, starts up, well, honestly, I'll be watching basketball still. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't know. been able to like get into baseball yet. Because it's still basketball I mean, Can season. we
3: talk about my favorite thing about basketball season right now? Is that I have not once looked at, red or ingested any sort of spring football news. Oh, dude. At all. I don't even know I, what day I, A day. We've got You a know who's happier about that
2: Apparently. than you? Gus
3: you know, Malzahn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What he is, has,
0: loves this. The happiest man on the board. What is spring football? I mean, like yeah. <laughs> right now, no Gus Malzahn is able to kind Nobody
2: of. Nobody cares. I thought, I thought you gave could... Oh, yeah, I gave for to oh, Yeah, We Sorry. can't talk about this yeah. currently. You're right. We've got it's a, a few more weeks. I But you're not
3: actually talking about football. You're talking about talking about football. I'm talking about talking <laughs> about football. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't like doing in, in March anyway. So. An Ives over here? Yeah, let's bring Ives over. We can. right here. Ives. Ives. Keeper of the Jolly Obby. Oh, he's so he's bringing
2: Boomer over here. Right too. now
3: we're bringing over Kevin Ives at AUPPL, the on source Twitter. of all from baseball. On the, Twitter <laughs> the hey Boomer, the hey. king of the deck.
1: <laughs> Boomer's here too. Ives, oh, what does it oh. mean to you? Take two out of three against uh, South Carolina this weekend? I um, mean it was good because Carolina's kind of this is not a good Carolina year, um, and at least with how the SEC is right now. You really need to take any road game that you can, because Carolina's RPI is going to be high, so that's going to help us out yeah. to begin with. Um, we just want to keep pace. And so we're going to go into Arkansas coming up on Thursday, and we're going to go with a winning record in the SEC, and we're just in good position right now. You just don't want to drop those type of games. Like if you, We don't have a lot of those on our schedule, but to keep at the upper level of the conference, you have to beat like South Carolina, Alabama. You have to beat the teams that are down this year.
3: Right. Which even those teams are still really darn
2: good, right?
1: And now we've had two road series, and we're we still got a winning record. Right? Yes, so, which is amazing. We finished an eight-game road trip with five hundred. 500. Uh, dropped hey. the Kettle City Classic, unfortunately. Yeah, well. But at least that wasn't was right. a conference game. It's only second time, ever. right? Although some guy on Twitter was kind of angry with the Alabama SID. He was like, "We should have three SEC wins." <laughs> <laughs> and he like listed them. it was like one against Auburn. Yeah, one ag- uh, none against Florida.
0: He like <laughs> even listed the when they got swept. Oh, so that's hilarious. After review, the play stands. It's called. We have. A- Runner on first here for all. Really, I really don't think we're supposed to talk about what's actually. No, run. you can have. It's, it's yeah. not the NFL. You don't You're have to have. a yeah. major Otherwise,
1: <laughs> yeah. I would get in trouble for me always live tweeting the game. Oh, that's, <laughs> <true. laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Nobody's like come up and be like, stop that shit. Stop. Sorry, okay. stop You stop, can stop. do whatever you want. Okay, sorry. It's been it's been podcast. Been Eyes, what is your favorite thing about the experience that you've cultivated up here on the parking deck? I think it's really just everybody feeling welcome up here um, and coming out because we have folks that have come and gone, and like it seems to have grown a little bit, but we've a very, we've had everything from, like, deck prom to people just kind of, um, you know, have some deck parties and stuff like that. And we'd still buy tickets to go to the game. We're not just freeloading and mooching. Right. But I think it's the fact that, you know, Fire. you can come up here, and baseball's a sport, a sport where a lot of people don't pay attention all the time, and so coming up to the deck, it's a little bit better to do that.
2: Yes, you know?
1: yes, yes. Okay. And so, and you can bring your own beer. And yeah. you can bring your own beer, as long as it's in a cup or a koozie. Um, so this one is in a koozie right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can see it. There's, there's, nice, models, there's not a lot of rules up the deck. Um, no grills at the top, so no open flame. Um, don't back your truck in. That's right. Yeah, no back your truck in. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. As, we as there is one back then. Um, yeah. Clean up after yourself, but if you have stuff, no glass. And if you have everything, if you have a drink, put it in a cup. So, although we kind of expanded, but you can at least put in a koozie this year and you'll be okay. Just covered up, mm-hmm. guys. It's it's one
3: of the unique experiences in college athletics is the Auburn parking deck, I think, and I think it's oh, yeah. something that everybody, if you're in Auburn in the springtime. Make a make a stop by the by the deck. I take it to the game. And there's and three levels too.
1: I mean, they've got we've got folks that hang out right below us. Yeah, and yeah. If you don't want to stay in the sun all day, you can still. Stand it's like, like that Bruce Lee, Lee movie, movie
3: where like, and you're like Freeman Mujibar at the top of the at the top of the tower. I don't want people to come up dragon. here and beat my ass to try to like <laughs> yes. yeah. win the dojo. It's huh? like the dragon. <laughs> Good
1: luck to him, though. Good luck to him. I thought luck you, was, to I thought you <laughs> were about to make a random last dragon reference. No, no, no. Okay, Bruce Leroy. I should have worn my all yellow tracksuit so then people would have known then people would expect you to think you were
3: the bride <laughs> exactly okay. oh that's right that, they took that yeah. Bill took that from
1: Bruce stuff. oh no Quentin Tarantino stole stuff oh. Oh, oh, oh he would never do that not
3: his first time <laughs> oh man <coughs> well guys that's gonna go ahead and do it for us here on the Orange and Truth podcast but I think all the Orange and Truthers for listening in on this as baseball
1: scores a run though. no no runners on second and third one out Need yeah. a fly ball. Six to It's
2: like I always say, guys. You may hear from us from Minneapolis if will and I can find. I'm
3: you. not going to be there. I don't think unless. You might have unless a unless special a episode? Guardian Angel brings me to Minneapolis. Yeah. I don't
2: think. So.
1: You can use really. that sweet uh, sugar, sugar money. You think? You would. You think. You would think. Yeah.
0: We've yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, we we this on the,
2: the podcast. It's just. It's kept going. It's, it's go to the final four. It's a. It's, so,
3: it's a monster. It's kept going. I now have people desperately trying to get me to do a follow up song, and I really like. Lightning can't strike twice. Yeah, there isn't a follow-up <laughs> no, song I, to this. Uh,
2: so is it bad that when it when it blew up, I was like, God, I wasn't gonna follow this up. I'm there's not no gonna way. follow no, it. No, you can't. You, you can't, can't try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say. I'm gonna record a normal
3: Crow song with like a really long, drawn-out version of "Total Eclipse of the Heart." You need to, and no one's gonna enjoy. it. Need an acoustic version, just, just you <laughs> on just guitar. See, <laughs> nice there's slow. a band on campus called the Magic Johnsons <laughs> that I played with. <laughs> uh, you just set the with.
2: You just sat with. The I did
3: one song with the Magic Johnsons. I might. Have them play the song again, and I'll record it maybe on a video. But who knows? All that to say, we're glad you just stopped by Auburn Twitter's official podcast. We love you madly. Amen.